welcome to episode 163 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how you doing man doing all right just doing some halo to try and get some of the rust off so we mm. can somehow beat the game in under three hours we're close except for that one level I'm we at least kill myself on. Well, we know where to improve, except for that one level. Yeah, like I don't know. I think it doesn't matter what the game is: Magic, Halo, Mario is where I've been having it too. Like, I'm fine with failing. Yep. Like, I don't mind if I if I like keep losing or something and i know what's going on and it's just pure execution or something like that mm. like i literally played a, i've been playing a mario level that i have not beat yet uh over and over again and i'm like like my wife's sitting there watching me and i'm di- i'm just dying over and over again and i and like at one point i'm like man this level's sweet like and she's like what she's <laughs> like know? what is wrong with you yeah but like the when you have a level like when you have something that's fun and you keep losing like that, you know you've done it right. Like, and there's been levels of Halo that we played through that were like totally good like that. Oh yeah, I've like, had we... games of Magic like that. But what what is the one the first mission where like I have to stand there getting shot at by tanks <sighs> while you run Oni? around like a madman? Yeah, the Oni first Sword Oni base? mission. Yeah, like Oni Sword Base. It's one of those missions that we killed ourselves so many times doing uh, we spent every... a long time on that one but it's like it was purely execution yeah and once we knew what to do we just crushed it it was so satisfying too yeah we could do the second half better honestly but well like the yeah first but half we've got pretty good we've only we got, done we the pretty good. we've only done the second half the first time so yeah but like oh man yeah i hear you we beat we beat that one on legendary we did yeah, but I don't know. It's yeah, that's the thing. It's like that, but like the mission we're on with Long Night of Solace, like that face. It's like it feels like you have. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, everything that, else, uh, everything so before that is fine. Everything after that, it's like sure. Mm-hmm. But the whole actually fighting the space battle thing is just. You can, we can clearly do better, right? I think like, yeah, we can seen, do better. We've seen like world record holders do it and crush it yeah but we have for the, for the life of me i can't figure out what the hell they do different yeah i know and that's the thing that's what's so frustrating too is it's like you know a lot of the things you can see the execution on and be like oh yeah this makes perfect sense why mm-hmm. this is why i'm sucking at this like <laughs> you know but like this one is just uh, it's frustrating so yeah i don't know I, it's it's like when you like play a game of magic and yeah. all you do is draw like you you see your opening hand of like four lands and you just draw seven lands off the top yeah, right like, and you're just are, like what are we doing here? all right i guess like <laughs> i sure i sure played that game super great right yeah but uh man yeah i don't know so if anyone wants to join us trying to beat long night of solace because i'm pretty sure more people doesn't actually detriment detriment adversely affect us <laughs> there we are good job <laughs> use those synonyms yeah, yeah. I, so hit it hit up the discord uh, <laughs> hang out i might Halo even too. buy it for you <laughs> you've done that for people i.e I, uh, <laughs> you my brother another friend of ours yeah but 
I bought five different copies of the Master Chief Collection. <laughs> one of two of which were for myself, one on console, one on PC. Oh, okay. I'm like, because <laughs> in in leading up to it releasing on PC, I bought it for myself on console so I could practice. You're absurd. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. After getting spanked on that so hard, I need I need to be consoled and do something that is fun and joyous in my life. So the, de- the definition of catharsis. Yeah, so what are we doing? What are we doing today, John? <laughs> we are going to continue our tradition that was instigated when Ikoria came out, and we're going to do a crack pack. A bunch of them. <laughs> a bunch of them. And talk about this set because this set's been pretty sweet. So this far. set has been sweet. I, I only played a little bit, but like I've enjoyed it. What I've played of it. So we've done our pre-release. Mm-hmm. I've done a sealed on Arena where I went one three, and I, I feel like I, I was. I feel like I was. I was on the very bad side of variance, and then I did a draft where I went. Um, I went to two drafts. I know I did one draft. Where I went Onaki Ogre Tribal. That that was awesome, by the way. That deck destroyed people too, which is which like, was stupid because it was it it was literally just like four two tribal. Like <laughs> it wasn't four two tribal; it was four power tribal. I know, but most I, of it was four two. I had five Onaki Ogres. Yeah, yeah. I I, I did not do good in my first draft. Um. And my sealed, I think it went like three three, but I still enjoyed it. Oh yeah, I have yet to not, like, even even though I feel like I just got I had like major mana issues in my sealed event, I still enjoyed playing the games that mm-hmm. I actually felt like I played right. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed the Onake Ogre Tribal. That that, that was really fun actually. I really liked that deck. But so all right, let's get to it here. I got one right here, and I am super <laughs> super pumped. The ever elusive of Fletcher cracking a pack. I because I have no willpower and can't can't yeah. hold it. So, all right. So I got to remember like these because these packs are printed backwards. So I got to make sure I do them right now. So all right, you ready? Yep. All right. So first out of the gate, we have Lofty Denial. That's the one in a blue for Spike. Or if you control a creature with flying, it's four. It's fine. It's fine. It's not it's... great though. I mean, it's it's on turn on your turn too. It's probably going to trade even if not outright. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, a lot of times at four, like if you're triggering the four, it, that's basically one of the blue counter targets spell. Yeah, that's that's a that's a mana leak, and mana yeah. leak is good. Period. So, mm-hmm. but, all right. Next up, we have Igneous Kerr. That's the one two fire puppers that you can pay one in a red to get. Plus two plus zero until end of turn. So, question about yep. that: What is your opinion on two mana plus two plus two versus regular fire breathing? I don't know. <laughs> I think this probably just plays better because it makes you. I, I think the game is more interesting with these because it makes you make choices. See, I, I actually heard I heard LSV make a really interesting thing about mm-hmm. statement about that, where he thinks that the two, like colorless red plus two plus zero is strictly better than fire breathing. Fair enough. It, it means all your non-red mana can still yep. give it a power buff, which normally yep. it can't do. 
Mm-hmm. So like it's much much better in the late game as opposed to where you know if you're a two color deck you're only you can only pump like you know three to four men into it at one yeah, time. So totally. So that is Fair interesting. Okay. I do like that they've transitioned away from pure fire breathing. I like the variants too. Actually, like as yeah. much as I like traditional fire breathing, it's like I think it's more interesting when you vary things like this. Oh yeah. Okay. Next up, we have Valorous Steed. Uh, four and a white, three three unicorn with vigilance. When it enters the battlefield, create a two two white knight creature token with vigilance. For some reason, I'm not very impressed by this card. Which we should be. Like it's five five worth of stats for two mana, which should be like, oh yeah, sure, this is fine. But like, it doesn't match up remarkably well against the other five drops. Fair enough. And it's a five drop, and I think this format is actually very aggressive in draft, at least. Yeah. So, hmm. it's a weird one. All right. Next up, we have Gloom. So our five black black for an eight six. Um, <laughs> and when it becomes blocked by a creature, that creature's controller loses two life, and you gain two life. You get in the reanimation deck. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Not doing much else with it. Uh yeah. Next up, we have Colossal Dreadmaw. <laughs> Four green, green, six, six, trample, dinosaur, heck yes. The perfect green common. It, this card is way better than it should be. Like, not saying that it's, like, really good by any means. It's just way better than it should be. I think it's exactly as good as it should be. Maybe we're like, just inter... I think we're, I think we're pinning its power level at exactly the same spot. But I think, I think we're we coming are. at it from like a different level. <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're just we're coming at it from a different level. But like I know we've said this before, the last time, like the last time yeah. I got reprinted, it is literally the perfect green six drop at common. It is absolutely. Like, it like it it's it's I I love the symmetry nature of it. How it's like mm-hmm. perfectly even six mana, six power, six toughness. Like it has trample, which is a very very relevant ability to mm-hmm. have. You know in green, because that's one of the biggest issues with green creatures, it just does exactly what he needed to to do, which is be a big dumb idiot. Yeah, it's not too good, it's not too bad, it's just exactly where it needs to be. (laughs) Yeah. Big fan of it. So next up, we we have Roaming Ghostlight. Three blue blue for a 3-2 flyer. Uh, When it enters the battlefield, uh, bounce a non-spirit creature. So, I think LSV puts this as the best blue common in the set. As I say, I am on this card. I think I agree with him. Uh, Christian Calcano is the only one I've heard of that disagrees. Uh, Calcano thinks that the three mana, draw two, discard one, enchant creature gives plus one, plus one, and flying is better. But Calcano mm-hmm. is known for being a very, very aggressive drafter. So, Fair enough. I, I think that Ghostlight is better because auras have their issues if the creature dies in response, but I can understand where he's coming from if the format is as aggressive as people seem to think it is. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I mean, I'll take a, you know, 3-2 flying mana war. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, 3-2 right? three, two, three, two flying mana war is just good. Like, we've experienced right. things similar to this before. Like, mana war is good. Mana war with evasion is even better. Yeah. That's right. It's just such a huge tempo play. Oh, yeah. Totally. All right. Uh, next up, we have Anointed Tr- Chorister. There we are. Uh, single white for a one-one lifelink. Woohoo! Four and a white gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. I'm off it. 
Uh, I've heard it is fine in the black white life gain deck. I've I'm sure black, it is. I've heard the black white life gain deck is not that good. Okay. All right. So. Yep. Next up, uh, still on ghost light. So uh, next up we have a Sabertooth mauler, uh, a three three for three and a green. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, if a creature died this turn, put a plus one plus one counter on Sabertooth mauler and untap it. I like this card. I feel like this card should be better than I think it is, but I don't actually think it's like that good. I think it's pretty pretty legit. Me, like we've had we've actually had this like exact discussion about this exact yeah. card before. Where <laughs> we argued over a pick, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're like, oh, a four a four mana three three is perfectly fine and reasonable. I'm like, a four mana three three is very below average. Like, if all it was was a four mana three three, it would be below the power level of a four drop in a limited set. Yep. Especially in green. <laughs> and it's just really weird. Like if it ever triggers once, you're fine, right? And yep. that's that's the that's the criteria of getting it to trigger at least once. And I don't think that is that hard. I don't think it's that hard, but I don't think it's that easy either. Like I'm not sure man. It's weird. Know. I'm not taking it. Because the thing the thing is is it's just a creature died. Like, yeah. there's just things that happen that will make that happen. Oh, yeah. You like, it, it incentivizes you to play a second main phase, which is yep. nice because it gets people to play properly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's it has the potential of being great, but like, once your opponent knows about it, it's not that hard for them to play around it. I mean, kind of, but like, also, it's not that bad to like play this. And then, I mean, like, Having a four mana three three is not great, but having a four mana three three is not bad either. And then just on your next turn, just like use a fight card, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, or anything like that. Or just I think there's just things that happen. Like I think the natural flow of the game makes this card okay, and it puts your opponent in an awkward spot. I think it's okay, but I don't think it's a card that I ever want to take highly. I mean, fair. Like I'm not gonna like I, like I don't see this, and I'm like, oh yeah, let's first pick this. Yeah. But like, I'm like mid pack, I'd be like heck yes. I'd be okay getting it on the wheel. Like I think I think I would take it before that even, but like I mean, on the wheel on the wheel, heck yes. Yeah, like it obviously depends on what else is in the pack and yada yada yada, but this is straight funny because I don't like big dumb creatures like this. Or no, but for, like, for some something reason, like this is just not what I want to play. For some reason you like this cat. Or at least you like the cat more than me. <laughs> I, I just think it's yeah. I just think it's better, but I'm still on Ghostlight, obviously. Oh, yeah. Ghostlight is still a much better card. Ghostlight makes this card look even worse. Oh, definitely. All right. Uh, next up, we have an Infernal Scarring. One in a, one in a black uh, aura. Uh, Enchant creature gets plus two plus zero. When it dies, draw a card. This card has never been good. Cool. All right. Next up, we have Basri's Solidarity, one in a white sorcery. Put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control. I've never seen this card cast, but man, this card just has to be insane. It has to be at least fine. At like, least at fine, worst. right? Like, Basri's mm-hmm. Acolyte, I think, is one of the best white cards in the set. That card is so oh, um, unassuming, yeah. and it really annoys me how good it is. And this card is, like, probably worse, but not by much. No. Like, the only reason it's worse is because the other one gives you a body. Alright. Cool. Uh, are, are, uh, we're not taking over Ghostlight, though. 
I don't think so, but I might. All right, I'm gonna pull. I'll pull the card, the interesting cards out here, so we can. If it if it matters, it's got the fun little frame on it. Um, so. All right, wrapped around the good frames. There we are. So, side note: the Basri bundle with the all the Basri cards with the alternate frame is the only one I've been tempted to buy on Arena because that's the one I'm most likely to draft. I don't think the other ones are that good. I think the Basri cards are good. Okay. Random note for oh, because it's white and I normally don't care about white. Yep. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Malefic Scythe, one in a black for the Scythe equipment that has soul counters and gets plus one plus one and go look it up, man. This card's sweet. I'm I'm not taking it over Basri's whatever or Ghost Light. Oh yeah, this card's sweet. It does cool things. I don't think it's... I think it's good in Limited. I don't think it's better than either of the other two cards in Limited. Alright. Next on common is Griffin Airy. Uh, One on a white... For an enchantment, beginning your end step, if you gain three or more life this turn, create a 2-2 white griffin creature token with flying. So outside of rares, this is the best payoff for being in the life gain deck. Mm-hmm. But Do we want to be in the life gain deck? I, like, I don't think so, just because like I said, I don't think it's quite there. Like, the enablers just aren't very good at this set, you know? Like, do you really want to play the one mana one one that you can pay four mana to gain oh. four? Or like, <laughs> we'll do you make that. a four four? Like, uh, five mana. Thank you very much. Yeah, five mana to make it a four four. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just off. Like, like the pay. I, I love there. that the card exists. I'll yeah. say that, but like, I just in this set, I don't think the card is where you want to be for the life gain. Deck. No, like well, I, if this was in like M twenty or M nineteen, like hell's yes, maybe. Like those, the, there was because there were legit life gain decks. Yeah, that, yeah, there were like legit that. cards that said gain three life on them. So. Yeah. But, okay. Enough about a card we're not going to talk. Going to take. <laughs> I guess, but okay. Um, so we have a foil in common. Right. It is Sanctum of Tranquil Light. So a white for a legendary enchantment shrine. Five tap, five and a white tap target creature. This, um, this ability costs one less for each shrine you control. This card is not good, but is an enabler for the good shrines. I would not pick it, unless I already had one of the good shrines. Okay, cool. All right, I haven't looked at a rare. Let's see what a rare is. You ready? Yep. A rare is Maze Mind Tome. So two colorless, or two generic mana for an artifact. Tap, put a page counter on it. Scry one. Uh, two and tap, put a page counter on it, draw a card, and there are four or more page counters on it, exile it if you do gain four life. Mm. Ghost light. <laughs> I think ghost light might be better, but I'm not sure. Ghost light is probably better because if the format is as aggressive as people say, you don't want to be wasting time doing this. Yeah. But if you are in like a more control ish style deck, or if you just don't mm-hmm. want to necessarily commit to a color, I mean, this I, the, this, in I a, can see no, just taking it. Yeah, in a normal corset style set, I think you take this card. Fair enough. And I think that's where I'm leaning right now, just because like it literally goes name deck. Even if like mm-hmm. just playing this and just 
scrying to hit your third or fourth land drop is totally worth it. Okay. And then, like, later on, trying to, you know, like, using it to draw cards is also totally worth it. And, like, the small life buffer is actually really nice because it, like, it pseudo pays you back for the fact that you spent a lot of mana just accruing card advantage instead of playing out to the board and stuff like that, so. Alright, you got me. I'll take it. Take that. Okay. Yeah, I think I think my tiering would be Maze Mind Tome, Ghost Light, Bossaries, whatever. Okay. Sounds good to me. That's kinda of where I was at. I'm more like I know Ghost Light is high on my list of stuff, so Yeah. Okay. We all we all know how much you love Mana Wars. I I'm a big fan of Mana Wars. Alright. We ready? Yep. Other pack here. Alright, so first up we have Destructive Tampering. So two in a red for a sorcery, destroy target artifact, or destroy targets. Or sorry, uh, or creatures without flying can't block this turn. Uh, this card was really, really good in my Onake Ogre Tribal. Hey, that's probably about it. That's about it. That's all it's really had going for. Okay. Uh, next up we have a favorite card of mine, uh, Defiant Strike. One white instant target creature gets plus one plus zero until end of turn, draw a card. We're not taking it though. No, although apparently it actually is playable in this format. That makes me happy. Okay. Next up, we have Read the Tides. Five and a blue sorcery. Uh, choose one, draw three cards, uh, or return up to two target creatures to their owner's hands. Meh. Meh. I always feel disappointed. I've only ever cast this once for the draw three, and I always feel disappointed when I cast it for the bounce. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta bounce. I mean, sometimes you just gotta bounce. Okay. Uh, so next up, we have the Ornery Dilophosaur or whatever. Um, I don't know. Ornery Dildosaur. Uh, three and a green for a 2 2 creature. Uh, with Death Touch, when it attacks, if you control a creature with power four or greater, it gets plus two plus two till end of turn. It's fine. It's fine. It's like, whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh no, your opponent is more disincentivized to block it. I guess this means that you can attack with it and they can't chump it with, like, trade it with a 2 2, but. Yeah, still. Uh, I've always perceived Death Touch as being much more of a defensive ability than an offensive ability. Yeah. And as a result, the Death Touch versus the plus 2 plus 2 just don't necessarily play very well together in my mind. But that could just be mental baggage. Yeah, I I mean that's how I view it too. Like so when we were doing our pre release, mm -hmm. I had two of these in my pool and I was in green and I actually just kept them in the sideboard. But like round one I played against Robert who was on like mono mono fatty tribal. And um uh I just boarded both of these in and just brick walled him. <laughs> Orcs. Alright. People don't want to attack into into nope. that touchers, so um, so next up we have Village Rites, a black for an instance as an additional cost to cast this spell, sacrifice a creature, draw two cards. Meh. Meh. People, right. Apparently people have always been, like, relatively high on Ultra Tree, and I've just, outside of specifically decks that take advantage of it, I've never really understood yeah. it. Alright. Can I interest you in a Grasp of Darkness? Yes. Okay. Black, black, target, instant target creatures, so minus four, minus four until end of turn. Yes, I will take Doomblade. Thank you very much. All right. Slightly harder to cast Doomblade, but. <laughs> okay, deal. Um, <laughs> next up, we have um, uh, Teferi's Protege. Uh, two and a blue for a creature, one and a blue, or it's a two, three. 
Uh, one in a blue, tap it, draw a card, then discard a card. Yeah, I ain't beating Grasp of Darkness, I'll tell you that one. No, apparently this that card is actually like playable in the reanimator deck, and I don't know. I, I get you, but... Paying mana for looting just isn't where I want to be. But uh, I guess... Next up, oops, sorry. Next up we have Sabretooth Mauler again. Not better than Grasp of Darkness, even I'll say that. <laughs> no, literally dies to it. Yep. Uh, next up, Shock. I mean, also, that would be a, not that better would be than a Grasp contender. of Darkness. Yeah, not better than Grasp, but it's you know it's a good card. Yeah, like Shock is not as good as Scorching Dragonfire, mm -hmm. and I think Scorching Dragonfire is like on par with Grasp of Darkness. So fair enough. I could go with that. Uh, we have the Scythe again as our first uncommon. Sure. Lolnope. Uh, Kite Sail Freebooter. Significantly worse than limited. <laughs> yeah. Don't think this card is that good. Yeah. Speaking of great cards, uh, Chrome Replicator. It has a bunch of text. Go look it up because I'm not reading this card. If you control two creatures of the same name, make it four four. Yep. Okay. Good job. And it's a Perfect. format four. It's a five mana four four. Was really good in Onaka Ogre Tribal. Yes, it really was. We're not taking it over grasp. No, not even close. Okay. Uh, we have a foil. It is a common. It is a cancel. Good talk. Yep. <laughs> All right. And our rare is Vito Thorn of the Dusk Rose. Two and a black for a 1-3 legendary creature vampire cleric. When you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. Three black black creatures you control gain lifelink until end of turn. So this is like the payoff for the black white life gain deck, right? It has to be, right? Like because it actually does something. If you're ever going to play that deck and have the deck be good, it's going yeah. to be because of a card like this. It's going to be probably because of that card. <laughs> I still think I would rather take Grass of Darkness. Like if here's the deal: if Grass wasn't in this pack, I would probably take Vito. I'd just go for it. Yeah, just like, even try, over shock, right? like you know. Yeah, like shock is good, but it's like not that good. Like grasp is just so good. I just don't think I could help myself. But if grasp was like any, you know, mid tier card of whatever, it's just like if, if grasp was like the five mana destroy target creature or planeswalker, I'd probably do. I'd probably take the the rare. Yeah, but grasp is just too efficient at what it does. Yeah, it really is. So I don't know. All right. So. Grasp, then him, then drop because our pack is terrible? Probably. Actually, I'd take Shock after that. Oh yeah, Shock, Shock. Shock's, shock's, shock, shock's not the worst thing ever. Shock is totally fine. It is totally fine. It's just not Scorching Dragonfire. <laughs> it's just, it is not Scorching Dragonfire, but Shock is good. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Okay. That's it for your packs. I only had two because I had no restraint. <laughs> so now we're on to mine. Gotta do some fancy fancy swapping here so I don't spoil myself on the card too much. Okay, I have a garbage bag this time. I actually use it. Alright. First card. Prismite. Two colorless for a 2-1 with technically text that I've never seen anyone legitimately use. In that card. 
Furor of the Bitten? I always thought there was a V in that. I guess not. Uh, nope. Furor of the Bitten. Red. Enchanted creature. Gets plus two, plus two, and attacks each combat if able. Nothing but upside. Don't think it's good. Yeah. An aura with upside is still an aura. No, yeah. <laughs> There's a good aura in this set. A. Singular. I'll believe you. All right. Uh, Warden of Warded Battlements, two and a white for a zero three defender, attack creature you control, get plus one plus oh. Probably really good in the Flyers deck. Uh Lanawar Visionary, two and a green for a two two, and battlefield draw card, tap rock or tap uh that greens your mana pool. I'm uh, I'm I'm high on that card. Yeah, but it's it's close to like the best green common. What's it the other to... contender? I'm not sure. But as of right now, in my mind, it's close. <laughs> okay, yeah. Love that card. Okay. Uh, Masked Blackguard. One in the black for a 2 1 flash. Uh, two in the black. It's plus one, plus one, plus one turn. Okay. Okay. Uh, Fetid Imp. One in the black for a 1 2 flyer. You can pay a black, give a death touch. Not the worst, but not the greatest. Yeah, not the worst, but definitely not the greatest. Track down one of the green sorcery, scry three, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a creature land, draw a card. So, I like that card. I like it, but I don't think I like it more than Land or Visionary. No, I don't either. Uh, cancel. Not on that. Here's an interesting one. Secure the scene. Four and a white sorcery. Exile target non land permanent. Its controller creates a one one white soldier creature token. Hmm. I think this card is terrible. How do, what do you think about it? Um, I don't think it's terrible. But it's not what I want to be doing. White just has the straight-up worst removal in this set, right? I mean, usually white does. Usually, like, but there's not even like a pacifism. The best we get is yeah, four I, mana for face feathers, which I, I, is I, uncommon. It is uncommon, is, right? Faith Fetters is pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, Faith Fetters is really good, but it's an uncommon. <laughs> like, yeah. it's this and whatever the two mana destroy target tap creature card are for, like, white's common removal. Not Swift Justice, is it? Swift Justice. Something like that, I don't know. Let me see. And both um, are just, like, super situational. No, that's, not, that's not it. I can't remember what it is, but. Either way, we know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But the story not... target tap creature one is actually like legit good though. It's legit good, but it's not good if you're trying to push through, which is usually what white wants to be doing limited. I mean, I get you, but like, you know, it still is like not bad. <laughs> it's, it's not bad. I'm just saying, it's not very good either. Fair. I'll, right. I'll allow it. I'm still taking Lenore Visionary over Escape the Scene, no matter what. Though. So. Oh yeah, I totally would. Anyways, same as same as you. Next up, we have another response. There we are. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another destructive tampering. Yep. Not taking that. We don't have enough Anaki Ogres yet. No. Uh, we have a card that would be really good in my Anaki Ogre deck, Garuk's Uprising. Two and a green enchantment, twenty inch battlefield. If you control a creature with power four greater, draw a card. Creatures you control have trample, and whenever a creature with power four greater enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. This card would have been great in my ogre deck, but I never Oof. saw one. Right. Um, I'm probably taking Lanamore Visionary over it because specking on this exact deck seems questionable. Yeah. Even though it is a really good payoff for being in that deck. 
Yeah, I, I, the Visionary is just a good card. Yep. <laughs> uh, speak of the Devil, we have Faith's Fetters. Mm. Three and a white, enchant permanent, can't attack, block, reactivate, abilities are no mana abilities, gain four life. Hmm. Are you taking it over Lana or Visionary? Thinking. I think it is the best card in the pack right now. But. It's always a but. Oh uh, yeah, I'm taking Faith's Fetters. Alright. Card's, card's just too good. I think I am too, but... Yeah. Alright. Well, the four mana is a lot. Alright. Uh, next up... But it's also the thing, too, like, the nice thing about it, too, is it's enchant permanent, which people usually forget. Yes. So it does shut down... It literally shuts down anything with an activated ability. And anything that can attack or block, so... <laughs> Unless like, it's a mana ability. It does not turn off... It does not turn off land or visionary. Yeah, which is hilarious. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so like, and and also the like the gaining the four life is kind of like can keep you up to that spot if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, yeah. it does. It definitely helps make up for the fact that you're it's spending four mana, four, yeah. four mana to remove a creature. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Sorry. Next up, we have lore scale quaddle. Oof. One green blue for a two two. Whenever you draw a card, put a plus one plus one counter on lore scale quaddle. I had my ass whooped for that card in draft. <laughs> this card is sweet. Yes. But it is two color and only goes in a single deck. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay Faith Spetters, even though that card is a beater in that deck. Alright. I'm actually really curious about your opinion on this card. Okay. Spark Hunter Masticore. Ooh. Three generic for a three four additional cost to cast. Discard a card. Pro planeswalkers one mana deal one damage to target planeswalker. Three mana gains indestructible until end of turn. Mm-hmm. So, so like I, I want the card. Yep. But I I think I think I'm still just on fetters. I think this card is like just barely worse than Fetters. Like I don't yeah, yeah, I don't think it's way worse by any means. No. Like like three mana for a three four that you can make very hard to kill is relevant. I mean it costs you an extra card though, which it, is it, not it, irrelevant. Yeah, it's not it's not an irrelevant additional cost, but it's not like a super taxing additional cost either, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that hard to, like, pitch uh, quotations extra land or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think and the I mean, card's good, but I think I'm, like, just, like, face fetters just ekes it out. Yeah. I think I agree with you, but I also got a fancy fancy frame forest, so I got that going for me. Okay, like, uh, take the forest. Take the forest. All right. Screw everything else. Does Forest technically stay in when you draft it too? That's interesting. Hmm. I just realized that because there's the the but the tap oh, in the set. Yeah, you're right. So people could literally take the forest. They could. All right. Okay. That was actually a good a good discussion there on that one. Like I'm like I, I, those two are so close, but yeah, they're close. But I do definitely think it's Faith's feathers. Close but clear. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
All right, next up we have Blossoming Sands. Enters tapped, green, white land, gain life. Okay, cool. Sure. Uh, actually, interesting fact that um, LSV pointed out in their most recent podcast that he referred to it as a mini level up, and it's something that a lot of people I don't think fully appreciate. Okay. The standard 9 8 mana base in Limited is actually trash. Like, yeah. mathematically speaking, it is not a good mana base, and as a result, he actually um, he actually values tap lands higher than he thinks almost everyone else does, but a lot of people just take for granted that 9-8 is perfectly reasonable. Right? Yeah. So it's it's really, it was really nice to like, and refreshing to hear him say something like that, because it just even more proves my point about people are way too greedy about splashing. Oh, yeah. Because your mana base is already terrible, and you're just making it worse. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, like I, th- I feel like 98 is like what you can get by with. Like, that's the, yeah, 98 like, is, is what you can get by with. Point. Yeah, honestly, like 10 7 is usually where I want to be, even though it's not a very common occurrence that I can be there. Yeah, right. But all right, so next up we have Teferi's Protege, the looter. Not taking that. We have I mean, Grasp of Darkness, which is what we are currently taking, which we probably will be taking. That has to be, like, one of the best commons, right? I mean, like I said, it's probably... It's between, like... So Grasp of Darkness is probably the best black common. Yeah, probably. Scorching Dragonfire is the best red common. And I personally think I would take Scorching Dragonfire over Grasp of Darkness, but I don't necessarily know if it's correct. Fair enough. I do like that Scorching Dragonfire is easier to cast, even though it's slightly worse at killing things. Uh, So then we have the... Ghost light or whatever it's called for blue. I think I, I think grasp and scorching dragonfire are better than that. I definitely think scorching dragonfire is. I'm not sure if grasp is, but I think it might be. Ah, uh, so then what? What do we have for green? Lanamor visionary. Lanamor visionary. I might actually like visionary more than grasp of darkness, but like the fact that visionary replaces itself. Even yeah. if it just dies. I'm, like, I'm thinking about that now. And then, like, like, what's the best white common swift response? Is Bosbury's Acolyte a common or uncommon? Uh... Oh, that's a common Bosbury's Acolyte. Yeah. Easy. That's easy best white card. Yeah, easy best white card then. Best white common. So I think I'd probably tier them Dragonfire... Acolytes, Visionary Grasp, Spirit Guide, whatever. That's not a bad tier list, honestly. Like, like it's still, if Grasp it's still... of Darkness is your fourth best, like, if is the fourth top common, like, I'm, the, I'm, of, of, yeah. the, of just the colors and stuff like that. But, like, like, those are all good cards. Those are all very good cards. Yeah. So, okay. I think that that's currently where I think I'd have them. Unsure okay. if it's correct. So, yeah, I don't uh, know where we were now. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, now we're on Return to Nature. Okay, sure. which we're not taking. Cool. Sideboard card. Chandra's Magmut. One in a red for a 2-2 elemental dog. Tap deals one damage to target player or Planeswalker. Uh, I, I like the card, but I don't think it's great. <laughs> I like the card and think it's it's not great, but it's definitely good. I mean, like, I, I don't feel embarrassed playing one. No. 
Like, if you're playing red, you probably just want it in your deck. Yeah, probably. Unless you're playing Onake Ogre Tribe. Yeah, then you don't. Then you want four twos instead of two twos. But, uh, <laughs> alright. Next up, we have Snare Spinner. One of the green for a 1-3 reach. Whenever a block screeches flying, it gets plus 2, plus 0 until end of turn. I like oh. the card, but it's not better than our picks. I like the card, too. But yep. yeah, I'm still a fan. grasp over it. Uh, Death Bloom Thalid, 2 and a black, 3-2, and it dies by Xeverling. Worse than grass, probably the second best black common, maybe. I don't know. Do you think? I don't know what the other black commons are up there yet, so. <laughs> I've only played this man like three times last year we've had this discussion <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I, I like Death Moon Fellow but continue uh, next up we have a card that LSV is actually very high on and says is just like one of the biggest blowouts in the set Feet of Resistance that one card is way better than people think it is one in a white instant put a plus one plus one counter entire creature control against protection from the color of your choice until end of turn uh he thinks that the white-green counter stack is, like, the second-best aggro deck in the format, and it's, like, he says it's, like, one of the nut curves is to go, like, the 3-3 three, three for 2 that can only attack if you control a creature with power 4 or greater, defiant strike it, and then attack, and if your opponent does anything, you feed of resistance it. Oh my gosh. Like, it just almost always attacks on turn 3, and yeah. as a result of that, it, like, it demands a response from people. It's like play. It's like playing heroic all over again. Like yeah. I'm just like tingly now. Yeah, like Marshall was like, yeah, pretty much. If my opponent goes turn to that, I just I just untap and grasp darkness immediately. Yeah, it's like why it's like, why screw it, around, right? It's going to hit you. It's like when you're using your premium black removal on a three mana or on a two mana three three with defender. Yeah. Crazy shit, yo. Crazy <laughs> shit, yo. All right. Uh, uh, next up, we have Goblin Wizardry. <laughs> I think it's really good in a specific deck, but I don't think it's better than Grasp of Darkness. No, it's not. And we have a Spined Megalodon. 7 mana, 5, 7 hexproof. When it attacks, oh, grab guy. one. Yeah. Uh, probably the best reanimation target in the blue-black reanimator deck. Uh, probably? But the reanimation targets are very replaceable, so... Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you reanimate anything huge, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. And it, it, the odds of it not wheeling are so low, because the odds of someone playing it normally are so low. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, then we have a Griffin Airy. Okay. Not not on that still. Uh, Fierce Empath. Two and a green for a 1-1. One, one. Search library for a card of credit mana cost six or greater. Put it in your hand. Yeah. Meh. That is an actually interesting one. Leafkin Avenger. Two red green for a four three elemental druid with tap and green two for each creature you control with powers four or greater. You pay seven and a red deals damage equal to its power to target player or planeswalker. Hmm. Like I think that, like this card's good. This card is definitely good and definitely incentivizes you for being in, in these colors. But like could just Take grasp of darkness. Yeah, you could just take the monocolored card. Yeah, and like leave my colors open. Like I just don't want to first pick this. Yeah. Would you first pick any of the multicolor cards? Over uh, grasp any of darkness? The, like any of the uncommon multicolor cards? Yeah. I would consider Quaddle. And I would consider Mentor. 
That's the green white one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Snake. I think I I think <laughs> I would definitely take the mentor over grasp. Yeah. I think I would take the mentor probably. Quaddle I would side eye heavily, like yeah. we did last pack. The payoff for mentor is so good if you get there. That mm -hmm. I think it's definitely worth it, but uh, then we have a foil jungle hollow. Heckin' yes. Tap the green white lands. And then we have it. Our rare is nine lives. One <laughs> white white enchantment. Hexproof. If a source would deal damage to you, prevent that damage and put an incarnation counter on nine lives. And there are nine or more incarnation counters on nine lives. Exile it. When nine lives leaves the battlefield, you lose the game. This card is bad, and you shouldn't play it in limited ever. It's bad, and you probably just shouldn't play it. For those who don't know, this doesn't. This isn't like um, Phyrexian Unlife or anything like that, yeah. where like all combat is accounted one time. If your opponent attacks you with four creatures and they all would deal damage to you, this gets four counters on it. Yep. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm taking Grasp of Darkness. Yeah, I'm going to take Grasp of Darkness and actually do things. Alright. That's boring, I guess, again, because we're just like, oh, Grasp of Darkness all day. Take the removal. Ooh, I got yep. a 4-4 Construct token. Ooh. I got a Boron of Soldiers, so you got some way more exciting stuff than I did. This would be very useful for when I draft my Odaki Tribal again. There you go. Okay. All right. Should we get? Should we sneak one more in here? Yeah, let's do at least one more. All right, let's do at least one more. We have a dismal backwater. Sweet. The blue black tap land. Mm -hmm. We have short sword. Hmm? One, okay. one mana. Creep creature gets plus one plus one equipped with one. Else, we actually think this card is totally playable because the power and toughness of creatures matters so much in this set. Yeah. That this card, like like the plus one plus one, is actually very very relevant. Like. You could just slap this on that two mana three three, and suddenly it's tagging. Yep. Like that's a relevant thing. Yep. Caged zombie, two and a black for a two three creature zombie, one and a black tap. Each opponent loses two life. Activability only if a creature died this turn. I don't think I'm really on that. This card is just highly mediocre, right? I think yeah, I think it's just really mediocre. I mean, it's a three mana two three. You could do worse. Yeah, really but like, do, you could do better though too. The trigger ability is so questionable. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Next up, we have a spell gorger weird. Two and a red for a two-two creature weird. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a plus one plus one counter on it. I like this card. This card's cool. I actually think the blue red spells deck is good in this format, and. He obviously is good in well, at least one of the variants. So. Yep. Next up, oh. we have Wish. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say I'm on him right now, but we don't have yep. any options. <laughs> no, he's, he's easily better than the other cards we've said. Yep. Also better than the next card. Yeah. Wish coin crab three and a blue for a two five crab. He pinch. All right. He pinch. <laughs> uh, we have a life goes on. Green, you gain four life. If the creature died this turn, you gain eight life instead. Wow. Such wow. Actually has seen play in older formats. Older formats are weird. By older formats, I mean like modern. 
modern is weird also. Okay. Right. We have Gale's swooper. Yes. Taking that. Serena <laughs> so White for a 3 2 Griffin flying when it is battlefield target against flying until end of turn. It's totally actually, fine, honestly. I actually think it might be better than the weird. Really? Just giving you that last little bit of reach can be super relevant. Like, I get it. Yeah, like, I mean, like, the card's, the card's decent. Like, the card's totally playable. But, like, is it really better than the weird? Like, the weird, I suppose, like, weird is literally in... only good in one deck. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, this is just good in any deck that attacks and blocks in white. Yes. So, as a result, I actually I do think it is better. It's still block, right? Three two flyer blocks. Yeah. Next up, we have a great card to give flying to Colossal Dreadmaw. Heck yes, (laughs) my dread boy. I don't think that's what we're doing, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, We have rise again. Four and a black sorcery. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Uh, I are think. Doing, are we doing the reanimator deck? I don't think so. I don't. I have no idea at what point you're supposed to commit yourself to the reanimator deck. If I'm being yeah. completely honest. Yeah. Like, are you just supposed to like go for it? You're supposed to end up in those colors and just be like, sure, this is just value or what? I have I no know, idea. But... Like drafting a reanimator strategy in something like a corset is so different than drafting in cube. Yeah. So in cube, you can just be like, yes, I'm taking the reanimation spell and I'm going to get there. Yeah. And this one, you're like, well, you got to get enough reanimators, reanimation spells, and then you got to get the enablers, and then you got to get, like, the payoffs are kind of like whatever. Like, you can find payoffs. Yeah. You just get some big, dumb creature in your set. Yeah. But... Still on Gale Super, though, I think. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm not going to argue with that one. Uh, next up, we have Crash Through. Red for a sorcery. Reach control can trample into that turn. Draw a card. Play that with my... Um... The Weird. Yeah. I mean, this is a card that you do want to play if you are playing the spell stack, so... Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, next up, Frantic Inventory. One in a blue instance. Draw a card. The draw card is equal to the number of cards named Frantic Inventory in your graveyard. Don't think I'm first picking it, but obviously... I don't want to commit yet. <laughs> it's a weird card where like you want to commit early to get as many as possible, but if your deck only has like two, it's garbage. I mean, on, like, so if, you, if your deck had like four of them, like, is your deck good then? If you're playing the blue red spells deck, I think. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Right. I'm like, I, like, I, I just question like how good they are, even if you get there. I mean, each subsequent one makes finding the others better. I yeah, I know, but all of the wheel spinning, Fletcher. All of the wheel spinning. <laughs> like, I feel like you're like cast my third one, draw cards, and your opponents like attack you for lethal, and it's like, oh, okay. But you you drew so many cards. I mean, I'm okay with this too, but... You would have drawn six cards. Six cards. For six mana. Do you know how good that is? Yeah, I know. If you cast your fourth one, you're actually up cards to mana. That, like, never happens in modern magic. I know, right? (laughs) All while doing nothing. No, okay. See, the trick is you discard the first one to your thrill of possibility, and then your second one is a two-mana draw to it. That's just that positive. That's just that's just solid. That's just pure value. All right, cool. 
We're doing it. <laughs> All right. Aven Gaggle Master. The gags. All right. Three white white for a four three bird warrior. It has flying. The edges of battlefield gain two for each creature you control with flying. Serious question: Is this actually better than Gale Swooper? I'm. I was going to ask you the same question, and I'm staring at it, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't think so. The I, extra, yeah. the extra mana matters. Uh, I, that's what I was thinking. Like the extra point of power is nice. The extra toughness still trades with like every flyer in the format. Yeah, still dies to all of the good removal spells we talked about. I mean, the biggest upside is is that. It's named Gaggle Master. Which is sweet. Which is awesome. Like, I'd want to take the swooper and then wheel the Gaggle Master. Yeah. Just, like, do that curve out, right? Fair, yeah. Swooper just goes in better decks. Goes better in decks. Yeah, I think so. I, I think I'm still on swooper, even though it doesn't feel good. Next up, we have a Sanctum of Shattered Heights. The Two... what, red one? Yeah, the red one. Two and a red legendary enchantment shrine. Uh, one, discard a card, a land, or shrine card. Sanctum of Shattered Heights deals X damage target creature or planeswalker or X's number of shrines that you control. Is this so, one of the ones you play to enable your good shrines? I think this is technically one of the good ones, but it's like the, the third best. Okay. It goes like... Um, Black, blue, red, and then green and white enable. This is not a great one by any means, but discard a land to like shock something is fine, right? Yeah. You know, if you ever discard a land to bolt a creature, that's just good. Yeah. And if you're already like kind of going off with like the blue decks, you have like a surplus of cards, or the blue ones, you have surplus of cards and all that kind of stuff. I'll just be honest, the Shrine deck is something I just never want to be doing. I don't either, but... Just saying. Yeah. Uh, then we have Eliminate. One in the black, instant. Destroy target creature or planeswalker with converted mana cost 3 or less. Put that in my deck. Like, this is better than Gale Swooper, right? I think it is, yeah. It can't kill a Gale Swooper. But at least it can like it's usually at least gonna trade for parody. Yeah, it hits it hits a lot of other things that matter. This question. Is this better or worse than Grass of Darkness? It might be worse. Now that I really think about it. Like there are X fours with like CMC four and five. That Grasp can kill, and this can't. I think Grasp is better. Like, just like looking through... It doesn't kill Colossal Dreadma. I'm talking... Or Grasp Darkness, it is. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't kill Wish Coin, which neither does Eliminate. Uh, eliminate doesn't kill Leafkin Avenger, but Grasp Darkness does. Nothing kills Megalodon. It's hexproof. Yeah, I actually think Grass Darkness is just a better card. So if we were gonna take Eliminate over Swooper, like that means Grass is just better, right? Like, are we just wrong? 
What do you mean? Like, was Grass in this pack? No, Grass was oh. in a previous pack. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking wrong then. Okay. No, I would easily take Rasp over Swooper. Okay, that's why I'm like, wait, what are we doing? Like, but okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at every single card that I've opened, and every yeah. car, every creature either dies to dies to Grasp. Every creature that Eliminate kills, Grasp kills, and Grasp kills more creatures than Eliminate yeah. does. So interesting. Hmm. Okay. I still think I'm taking it over Swooper, but it's actually questionable. Yeah, I think I take it over Swooper. Uh, next up, Garuk's Harbinger. One green, green for a four-three beast. Hexproof from black. When Garuk's Harbinger deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker, look at that many cards from the top of your library. You may reveal a creature card or Garuk planeswalker card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So, it doesn't die to eliminate. The card's good. I think it's... I think it's... better than average. Like, 3 mana 4, 3 is perfectly fine. Yep. Nothing wrong with those stats whatsoever. Extra from black is gravy. Extra from black is nice. You know, if it deals combat damage to a player, like, there is Satessin training, which gives plus 1, plus 1 trample. So it, it's, it makes it much easier to get through. Having 3 toughness is an actual large detriment, but it's not like a back-breaking detriment. Oh, I'm probably taking it over eliminates. I but... probably would too. I think I'm on it. Yeah. There we hmm. go. All right. We drafted one. We're doing so much better. Normally we draft like all of our rares. We only drafted one rare this time. That's pretty good. We're like serious business. It's easy to not draft your rares when you get cards like nine lives. Yes. <laughs> cool. I don't know. Okay. I like this set still. I haven't done I a ton of it, but I think, but it's sweet. It's been sweet. I haven't done a ton of it. I'm looking forward to doing more of it. So yeah, same here. I'm probably gonna run a draft. I might run a draft after this. All right. I might play more Halo so I can get Grunt birthday party. Yep. But all right. Cool. Um, if anybody wants to send us feedback, you can shoot an email to thelocalmeta at gmail .com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. Um, check out thelocalmeta.com. You can come there, and uh, there's links to the Discord and our Patreon. Um, if you hop into the Discord, we're playing games a lot. You hit us up for games of uh, Arena or whatever we're playing. We stream there a lot, too, of various things. So, yeah, come check that out. John? Anything else? Negative. Negative? That's it? Negative. That's it. Done? I'm good. Oh, cool. All right. And we'll catch you next time.